Instant Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza. Mr. Connecticut. Anyway, so, like, what, what were you going to say? Uh, yeah, so yesterday I got home from work, and there was a giant... I, I, I thought it was a cherry picker. I was corrected to find out it was a uh, utility loader. Uh-huh. Or a utility lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, just parked in our driveway. Like, a huge, huge, huge thing. Like one uh, of those, like, uh, accordion things? Uh, no, it wasn't a scissor lift. It was like a, it was like a straight like arm, like a fire truck arm, but just just that on like a motor body. Weird, man. Yeah. Fix them. Um, the sad thing is, I thought it was going to be for the gutters on the third floor of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the house I live in is three floors. But I got up this morning. I was going out to work, uh, and I actually had to move my car before I left because they were using it to cut down the tree branches for the trees hanging over the driveway. Oh, so it was like wait, was that just like the town doing that? Or no, did somebody no, this call... is. The tree cutting guy. Uh, neither. This is my landlord's brother mm. and her son because he's in high school and spring break for him. Oh, so nice. So he's like helping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like on the ground, like operating the thing, and uh, Gary, the guy up there, was like up there with like a saw, just cutting down things. And there's tree branches falling down on the uh... on the cars. No, that's why we had to move the cars. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. Well, anyway, that lovely story was from uh, Steve Richardson. He's our guest today on the Mystic Pizza Minute. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to the Mystic Pizza Minute. I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford. And uh, with us today is Steve Richardson, our producer. Say hello, Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm the producer slash uh, first guest slash... You uh, you would drive the wheels of our steels. Yeah, the the wheel steel driver, if you will. He's our wheel steel driver. And uh, today we're on minute five of the 1988 movie Mystic Pizza starring uh, America's Sweetheart Julia Roberts. Minute five starts out with Lily Taylor, her character Josephina. She's getting married to Vincent D'Onofrio. She's looking like she is about to pass out at any second, she which not looking she good. totally does. Yeah, right, right after he says, the, the, the priest says, as long as you draw breath, and then... She draws one last breath and then she like, passes out. She like looks over at her mom. Her mom like waves to her. We're assuming she's just like I give up. We're assuming that's her mom. Falls yeah. completely backwards. There was another set of parents that I assume were the the groom's, the groom's parents. parents, but uh, it just looked like a bunch of older Italian people. <laughs> right. So she passes out. the The crowd goes wild. They're like, "Whoa!" Everybody stands up. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio looks behind him and he's like, no! And then he yells, he yells, Jesus Christ, Jozo! Yeah, so that's the first, uh, instance of taking the Lord's name in vain in this movie. <laughs> right. Well, you should keep account of that. One. I guess he calls her Jozo, because that's like, her name's Josephine, so... That's a good, th- like, shortening of a name. So, yeah, that's, that's a good little throw-in. Calls her by her nickname. And then, uh, you, uh, you see Julia Roberts and Annabeth Gish standing there. They're both, uh, bridesmaids. And Julia Roberts kind of, like, giggles into Annabeth Gish's ear. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I wrote down, uh, Julia's loving it. Yeah, she's kind of <laughs> loving it. She, uh, she, she maybe doesn't like this guy to begin with. 
Yeah. So. Uh, she looks really good in her, like, bridesmaid's dress, I was going to say. Like, how old is Julia Roberts in this? Um, that's something I probably should have looked up, but I'm guessing, like, 20. Late, mid 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 to late Like, 20s. maybe. Oh, right, I, bet, I bet closer to 20. Probably yeah. around the same age that Tony Hawk is, around 1988. <laughs> I wonder if they ever hung out those two. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say yes. probably not for uh, a good, like, 15 years after the filming of Mystic Pizza. I'm going to say that Tony Hawk has hung out with Julia Roberts. What do you think point. those two would talk about? Uh, Skateboarding. You know, Julia Roberts loves her kickflips. I don't know, being 20 in 1988. <laughs> you know, they probably didn't do it way too differently than each other. Now, let's talk about the, this scene before. There's another half of this minute that takes place at the, the titular uh, Mystic Pizza establishment. Right, we have like an entire scene change after the pass but, out. But let's talk but about the uh, the wedding for a second first, because I have a question. As a, as a Jewish person, I was wondering, what does the color of the priest's cow mean? Uh, well, it's... Because it's green. It's green, yeah, like green and silver, right? Yeah. It, like, is that like how they rank priests? That I'm not cer- certain about, because this is some sort of... I'm assuming Catholic service. It seems pretty Catholic. Or if not, then High Lutheran. It's very ceremonial. High Lutheran. I I don't know if that's the correct term for it, but it's it's very, like, ceremonial. There's a priest, there's altar boys, Uh uh, you know, there's robes. It's very, very ceremonial, and that's not something I'm familiar with. Is it like... Is it like karate belts, is my question, though. I, uh, you know what? This probably is a Catholic wedding, and I guess you're all looking at me like I'm the uh, the Catholic expert here, which I totally am, but <laughs> I, I do not know what the, the color coding of the priest means at all. Maybe, uh, like, does, uh, like, a green robe mean wedding? Maybe. I've seen them before. It I might don't... be for... It could be that it's around St. Patrick's Day. It could be. Could be. Yeah, maybe it's, like, uh, springtime in uh, Mystic. Maybe it was a request from the couple. Yeah, yeah what, like, color what color do you want the priest to wear? <laughs> what, what do you want your song to be? What color do you want the priest to wear? These are all the questions that you have to answer before yeah. going into a holy matrimony. I guess the more money you pump into it, the more uh, control you have over what people wear. But I don't know. I'm just going to say that maybe that's the, the priest's uh, you know, nice time outfit. Yeah, that, that seems like, possible. It, green is like, uh, you know, it's a neutral color. Mm-hmm. There's nothing uh, invasive about the color green. Uh-huh. He's uh, he's just up there. He's not a part of the wedding, but, you know. I think the priest is very much a part of a uh, wedding. Yeah, no, I would... Uh, my, I mean, my dad is a minister. He does, does lots of weddings. But, yeah, no, it's a lot of... I mean, you know, the wedding is for the couple getting married, but you can't legally do that without some sort of a, a state-approved authoritative power. Now, has uh, has your father ever uh, presided over a wedding where somebody fainted at the altar? That's what I was thinking. I'm not sure, but I was going to ask if any of you guys had ever been somewhere, uh, like a fancy event where someone had fainted. Hmm. No. Yeah, not that I can think of. I, said, no. I can't think of anything fancy. I've been around places where people have fainted, especially, uh, mm. you know, things like band camp. And you see people faint there. Really? Yeah. Well, at, in college, because college band camp is like twelve hours, and usually after the twelve hours, uh, you do a lot of drinking. <laughs> so then the next day you're like, "Well, that's not really, really fainting. That's that's passing out." No, no. And then the next day you are hungover, and then you're out in the hot sun walking around, mm. and you're just all then yeah, you go. Uh, but there was, um, I have a friend, a guy I only met once. Uh, after the summer camp, I was it was a marching band summer camp, and he sent me a video of he was at his I think it was his sister's wedding. He was 
uh, one of he was up in the front of the party. He had uh, I don't know if you guys know this. If you lock your knees when you're standing up, that cuts off circulation and that can really help you to to faint if that's what you're trying to do. Wait, what do you mean lock your knees? Like so you're like standing up, you're normal, but then you like you know when you lock. You can't see this, but Steve is standing up. Yeah, and then you know how you like you like you you lock your knees. Like uh-huh. if you do that, that can that can make you. He faint. has very nice legs. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely something that they told us uh, in choir. You know, mm. don't lock your knees because you'll faint. Huh. Uh, but he, I guess he must have done that, and he was nervous. He fainted. And it was a video that was shot from up on, like, the, the balcony in the back, so it was, like, the whole church looking over. Uh-huh. And you just see him sort of there kind of swaying, and then he kind of just falls back, and everyone kind of gasps and look at him. But the video he sent me was one that his uncle had edited where right before he faints is a gunshot noise. <laughs> and he just thought that was the funniest thing. Ah, was, that sounds all right. It was pretty funny. I, uh... I was never at, like, an event where somebody passed out, but one time I ran a customer service desk at Kmart, uh-huh. and an old woman passed out, like, right in front of me while I was ringing up her transaction. Oh, no. That was very scary. One time I, I didn't have anyone faint on me while I was working retail, but I was working at EB Games one time, and uh, this crazy woman came into the store and uh, started saying a lot of crazy things. Uh, meanwhile, also asking if I had any copies of NHL 2004. Um, and then that's a, that's a reasonable question, though. Yeah. No, so so then at some point during this transaction, she was like, "Do you mind if I lay on the floor?" <laughs> and you know, it, it's kind of hard to say no to that. So I just let her lay on the floor. And then the manager came in with a bunch of security guards, <laughs> and he he was like, "Hey, the security guards here say that there's like a crazy person walking around the mall. Like she might have been spotted in the area of the store. Is she here?" And I'm just like, "Right there," <laughs> pointing at the floor. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, I completed her transaction, sold her a copy of NHL 2004, and then game. she was escorted out of the mall. If nice. I remember correctly, did that... you get a uh, commission on that? Uh, the uh, no, this was after commissions were a thing, unfortunately. Uh. But uh, the I did get a high five from my manager. That's Even good better. enough. Yeah. I was going to say, if I remember correctly, uh, NHL 2004 was the year when Mario Lemieux came back. He was on the cover, and I think that was the first year that you could I- import your own face for create a character. Ooh. Uh, that was, I remember being in the store... Or anyone else's face. True. You could Any- have a whole t- a whole team of Tony Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I would not have thought of that when I was a wee lad. Uh, but I remember being in the store trying to decide if I should get the new one with that extra stuff, or mm-hmm. last year's one, which was like 40 bucks cheaper. Mm-hmm. Which way did you go? Uh, I believe I went with the newer one. Huh. All right, so then there's a scene change. Uh, our first like look at the establishment, which presumably gives this movie its title, uh, the Mystic Pizza Place. Or did we ever decide if it was called Mystic Pizza or I is it called Slice of Heaven? I think I have decided within this minute because they're wearing T-shirts that say uh, Slice of Heaven on the front with, uh-huh. uh, with a slice of pizza on it. And I wrote actually a little note that I have officially got to get my hands on one of those Slice of Heaven T-shirts. Yeah, by the way, did you see uh, Windsor's T-shirt that he's wearing today, Steve? I did. Oh, yeah. uh, let me... I'll read that for you. It says, uh, it's all green. It says, on top, Jamaica. There's a circle in the middle, like a globe. There's uh, the bobsledders in there. Uh, in the middle, uh, across the top, it says, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's bobsled time. Mm-hmm. And along the bottom, 1988 Olympic bobsled team. Yeah, yeah you ordered great. that while we were watching Cool Running. <laughs> it's true. It's oh, the best movie. time. Yeah. That is the best time to order a very specific shirt from the movie that you're watching <laughs> while you're watching the movie. Well, maybe next minute you could order one of these t-shirts. <laughs> oh, God. I, just, I know they're on there. I know they're on the internet. There's Absolutely. probably a, a whole warehouse full of Slice of Heaven t-shirts from Mystic Pizza. But anyway, yeah, it says, uh, it says uh, Slice of Heaven on the front with the Slice of Pizza on it. 
And then on the back, uh, it says Mystic Pizza. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the title is written on the back, and their slogan is A Slice of Heaven. Now, uh, shortly into this part of the scene, in, in the pizzeria, we see Julia Roberts uh, emerging from the kitchen carrying a pizza. Yeah, it's kind of like a burst out of the door shot, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, because it's like one of those swinging restaurant sort of doors. Uh-huh. And she uh, uh, asserts that she does not have eyes on her butt, which ironically uh, <laughs> really makes the viewer's eyes immediately go to her butt. Yeah, I gotta say, within this, like, half a minute, there are just, like, allusions to uh, Julia Roberts' butt probably about three times. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, and there's at least instances I could... I know She's, like, opening doors with so it. They are three or stab- four people, like, notably craning their head to look at it. Yeah. It's a nice butt. Yeah, sure. it's a nice butt. Hey, Julia Roberts has a nice butt. Don't get me wrong. It's just, like, it's just way rubbed in your face in this minute that, like, people look at this girl's butt, like, all the day long. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a question for you, since this is the first introduction of pizza, which presumably is going to be a major factor in this movie, judging by the title. Right. It's like 50% of the title. But uh, as a pizza-making expert, Windsor, mm. uh, what did you make of the pizzas that they were serving? Uh, it doesn't look too bad as far as, like, you know, good pizza looks. Mm. But, uh, you know, it looks kind of like it's been sitting around for a couple minutes. Like, it's not right. it's not hot pizza what they're, uh, what they're carrying around. It's like... You know, made twenty minutes ago pizza. Yeah, there was like, no. Heat they've lines. been using the same one for every take that they've you know made yeah, filming it, this scene. You, it probably wouldn't kill you to eat that pizza, but you might not have a good time. I should have looked a little closer at what the toppings might have been. I saw some dark green in there. It might have been like a spinach pizza. Now, how have uh, pizza styles changed since nineteen eighty eight? Like, uh, now, I know you haven't been working in the industry that long, but, like, maybe you can extrapolate by just how long you have been making pizzas and the changes that you've seen over that amount of time. I think uh, for as long as pizza has been out, I'm, I'm going to guess, like, 4,000 years, uh-huh. you know, like, way ancient Romans, they were eating pizza, and mm. it probably looked about the 4, same years. as it still does, uh-huh. so I, I'm, I'm, there's no difference whatsoever. Pizza has always been pizza. I wonder if there's anyone out there that's, like... My ancestors are the ones that invented pizza. <laughs> I'm sure there's, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there, and uh, stay away from those people. Yeah, that's good advice. Remember, uh, what was uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm where the guy told him that uh, his grandfather invented the Cobb salad? <laughs> 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 He's just like, no, you, no, he didn't. <laughs> Nobody invented the Cobb salad. It's just been the Cobb salad. I think. Like, salads actually are the kind of thing that you can kind of identify who uh, created them. Because a lot of them, I think, are named after the hotels at which they were first served. Yeah. Because, like, hotels used to be synonymous with fine dining. I guess they they are at a certain level today. But, um... Right. So if you're staying at the Cobb, that's probably where the Cobb salad originated yeah, from. Probably. Right. I do want to say, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, my first job uh, was actually at a pizza shop in high school. I worked at the counter. Oh, Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I can say uh, from my counter expertise from that job, expertise, uh, ten years ago, uh-huh. uh, they did a great job of putting those little slips on the metal thing uh-huh. to, to, to show the cooks what to cook. Oh, right. nice. They, they put those in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this, they have, like, the uh, the round rack, like, that's coming down from the ceiling that you put the slips in. Was it in a window? No, no, it's like, uh, it's, it was, like, over the counter. Like, there's, like, okay. a, there's like a counter window. So, Conchetta Farrell, her character's making the pizza in the back room, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's a counter where the, uh, the, you know, the slips are hanging down from the ceiling. Uh-huh. At our pizza place, there's, like, a, there's, like, a rack along, you know, uh, like, a, 
you know, it's like a rack where you hang the tickets on. It's Does like, the rack move? It doesn't. No, move? no, it's not like a round revolving one. It's not like, like a like a tie, uh, like an automatic tie. What do you call those things? Or you put it, you slide it across. You, mm. you put your ties on it, and then you hit the button. Oh, the uh, tie rack. Nope. Tie rack. Nope, not like a tie rack. But yeah, um, oh. I have a couple of notes about that scene. Yeah, Conchetta Farrell, her character is the one who makes the pizza, and she's wearing like uh, like old timey like housemaid rags. Farrell. I don't know if you I didn't really that. notice that. No, she just looks like a, but she looks it. like she's like hanging some laundry in the 1920s this in lady. Russia. Yeah, in Russia. <laughs> but um, yeah, she looks like the only pizza maker on duty at that moment. Well, how many pizza makers are usually on duty? Um, at my place, I don't know, like uh, six. Uh-huh. At any given really, time. that's that's more than I would have guessed. Sometimes more on like Friday. I'll say, but don't you normally work on like nights too? Yeah, this this is a, this seems to be the afternoon. Yeah, this is the afternoon. So during the day at my pizza place, there's probably three pizza makers. You could get away with two, but it seems like it's pretty busy. The uh, the, the pizza establishment. Yeah, mess. definitely. Yeah, uh, Mystic Pizza is bustling in this scene. It's mm-hmm. like a, you know, it's a sit down place. Uh, they serve beer at Mystic Pizza. Pitchers of beer. Yeah, they serve pitchers of beer. Julie of, like, Roberts some comes out with looking... like a... just beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just beer. It's Mystic beer. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so Julia Roberts bursts through the door, and somebody calls her name, and so I think her name is Daisy. I was going to say, I wrote Daisy? down Daisy. Oh, nice. Because somebody calls her Daisy. I forget what they I say. I think it but... was she, she was like, hey, Daisy, we're going to get those pizzas out while it's still hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's like, hell fucking yeah. <laughs> she picks up the pizza and a pitcher of beer and goes and serves it while, like, many, 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 many men look at her butt. And uh, the other waitress looks at her butt for a moment. Yeah, but she kind of looks she... at it in, like, a, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then, and then, I don't know if you noticed, she looked over at the guy staring at it and kind her of and stared her butt. at them. Yeah, her and her butt. Yeah. Hey, so what's the song that's playing during this thing? Because as soon as we uh, switch into it, there's uh, some music playing. I'll say, well, as soon as she faints, you hit it's, it's uh, actually your trombones. It's bow, bow, bow. All right, and you're a trombone major. Yeah, I have a word, degree yeah. in, uh, for trombone. A doctorate in trombone. Not a doctorate. That's uh, that's what got you here on this show, your your trombone degree. Well, yeah. yeah. Because we wouldn't have had you on here otherwise. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, what, that's every single job I've ever had. They said, thank God you had a trombone degree or else we would have fired you by now. <laughs> it's been a real moneymaker for you. <laughs> it has. Uh, yeah, so there was some trombones there, some sort of like... Uh, 40s, 50s era big band style jazz. Uh, I thought it might have been Frank Sinatra, but it was looked up and it was uh, said Perry Como. Yeah, it was uh, Perry Como. The song that's playing is called uh, Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes. And, you know, it's about stars getting in your eyes. It really hurts because yeah. it's really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it just burns. Like, uh, it has its own gravitational you can, probably, you can go to the moon to, like, neutralize the stars in your eyes. That's but expensive. You, like, you shouldn't because Perry Como is waiting for you on Earth and he loves you. <laughs> so that's pretty much what that song's about. Yeah. If you go to the moon, you can't be loved by Perry Como. Exactly. And that's what I think we'll all learn at the end of this movie. Does anyone know who Perry Como is? Um, band leader, singer. I know I've. He wasn't a part of the Rat Pack. I know that, right? No, he seems a little Rat Pack. But I think he was a, song. He was around at the same. I'll say time. it's definitely the same era. He might have been. I don't know. I think they asked him one day, and he was like, "No dice." Do you think he ever gave Frank Sinatra a big, loud, wet kiss on the cheek, sure. or a big black eye? Probably a bunch. Yeah. Probably at the same time, just pop, and then mwah. yeah, like he probably showed up to their orgies, but I don't think he wanted to. Like he didn't stay long. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is what you guys invited me to? I thought we were just going to... He's like, I was just here for the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I also wanted to note, uh, in preparation for this podcast, we did all have pizza for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. Like, but, like, frozen pizza. Yeah, we got a 
or you got it at the supermarket and put it in the oven. I got a three pack of those bad boys. That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I had one slice. It seemed like it was good. A little doughy. It's maybe. Uh, you know. I- all the pizza I eat at my job, you know, it's a, it's a refreshing to have a nice frozen pizza every once in a while. <laughs> like, it grounds you, brings you back to Earth. Mm-hmm. But um, does anybody have any, like, you know, notable notes? I have one last one? thing, I just and maybe it's nothing, but, like, I just noticed a payphone in the place. That stood out to me as somebody watching this movie in 2017, because mm-hmm. you just don't see payphones around very much. Yeah. Well, like, I can't remember, well, I, I actually can very specifically remember the last time I used one. It was probably, like... 2007 maybe right. um, I was at uh, college uh, my, my local community college I, I don't actually think I was there for classes or anything I think I was just hanging around and uh, I didn't have my cell phone with me for some reason that's something that occasionally happened uh, as as late as the mid 2000s um, and so I was trying to call home to get a ride and I was going around trying all the payphones and, and none of them worked. So I say every time I've seen a payphone recently I've checked it and none of them seem to actually work. That's yeah. I think if you see one around these days like take a picture cuz it's not going to be there too much longer. Yeah, I follow an Instagram uh called just payphones or something like that. It's just pictures of payphones around like you know artistically uh, composed and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, they haven't updated in a while, so maybe maybe there's no more payphones. <laughs> they ran out of payphones. Yeah, they, they're like, that's up. all of them. <laughs> that's it. all, folks. Project complete. Alright, so uh, we're at about uh, 20 minutes here, give or take, so let's uh, wrap this episode up. Uh, yeah, uh, first of all, thank you to Steven, our and producer. you'll be back for our next episode, I, I, I hope. I will. Hopefully right. he'll be back uh, next time, folks. Our uh, theme song and music is by the bungler, Paul Hughes. Look him up on Facebook or something. Bandcamp? Yeah, Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp is where music lives. Bandcamp is where music lives. Bandcamp is also a Bung Kong. Bandcakes is music. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>